1: Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Winning cures everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. This is the big game previews show. We've got college football, and then we'll move into the NFL. We're going to talk about the biggest games of the weekend. But first, we'll play that sweet music. <laughs>
1: We should pick a different different fight song to play after, after Saturday.
2: That is the Florida State Band. And they did not look like they were having fun playing those instruments at the end of that game. I will tell you that. The show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. You can find more information about us at winningcureseverything.com. All of our social media all of our podcast feeds, YouTube, etc. Go check it out for yourself. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, leave some comments. We love to hear from you guys. Uh I got to tell you. We had that one guy from East Carolina that was blowing us up and he has completely disappeared.
1: Yeah, I asked I, I put out an APB that somebody check on that guy. That's a, he he Look, I'm not trying to talk trash about a man, but well, but if you are going to talk trash, when should expect it. I, I don't back. care. I'm not worried about that. No, he he got same. he got it on Saturday and it's okay. Yeah. But but just it's a game, and I just want to make sure you're all right. I care.
2: We do care. I all care. Of you guys that are on YouTube listen,
1: comments. I'm a little bit selfless. Selfish. I don't <laughs> selfish, not selfless. That's never I've never been called that. Uh I, I, I don't want to lose a viewer. I don't no. want to lose a subscriber. Of course not. Come on, man. Come on. No.
2: No, that's the way it goes. Uh, On the Picks show, we're going to have a special guest this week and every week from here on. Uh, We're going to have TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast jump in with us for the college football segment and the NFL Picks segment. So make sure you check that out on the next show. Let's go ahead and talk about college football. First off, again, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave some comments. Even if you talk trash, we're fine with it. It's all good. We will look for you if you go disappearing. Okay. Just letting you know, we care. If you're listening on the podcast, hit subscribe, leave a nice five-star review. That helps out way more than you guys know. We do appreciate the support. College football big game preview time. Let's jump into it. You ready? Yep. This is this is yo boys.
1: Well, this is a big game. We got two, this is yo two team. mega games. One real big game should be close, should be a good game.
2: We are recording on what Tuesday night? I almost said Thursday. Tuesday night. <laughs> it's this almost, week has
1: been—it's almost Thursday.
2: This week has been super strange because of Labor Day. Labor, you
1: know, really, really
2: weird. LSU minus six at Texas. This line was Texas minus one just last week.
1: Yeah, but that and was that was flips. before we saw both these teams play. Opening lines always jump and change. I know you can't like. I know I by know. week I'm four you can't see what week four's line was. So I know. I know. It opened at four and a half.
2: Yes, it opened at four and a half.
1: And it has been moved to six, but it hasn't been bet up to six. Yeah, you you had pulled up. I pulled up the betting numbers, and it is LSU. What? Oh, 50, 58. It was 57% of the bets are on LSU.
2: That's Which ain't that much.
1: That's not enough to move a line.
2: No, no, it's sure not. Sure not. Total is 55 and a half.
1: That's a lot of line movement for had yeah, a whole lot of money to move. It's,
2: it's it's something weird. It's it's making people want to
1: take Texas. I think. Yeah, last week Vegas talked me into a bet, and yeah, I lost my ass. That's uh that's what happens though. It's all good. Uh, fifty five and a half
2: for the total. Six thirty p.m. on ABC Saturday night. It's at Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin, Texas. LSU last week against Georgia Southern. Thirty out of thirty nine passing for three hundred and fifty yards, five touchdowns. Texas last week gave up 340 yards passing to Louisiana Tech. Do we see a mismatch here? No. Is it possible that Texas's pass defense is going to be outworked by LSU's passing I,
1: game? I don't know. I, I, you know how I feel about big schools beating up on little schools, and I just think you could take all those numbers and throw them away. Yeah. I, I don't know that you can. All the metrics after week one says that LSU has a massive favorite. Oh, yeah. Massive, even bigger than this number. I, I don't. I, I just don't think you can get that from that. Texas is going to come out. They're going to be fired up. They're going to want to play. LSU is going to be fired up. Both teams talking trash. Texas trying to take the DBU thing. I don't know how many DBs they've put in the NFL, but we got a I couple mean, got guys. A we got a couple guys that are going to get some gold jackets. So you know that's fine. We got a couple <laughs> guys that already got gold jackets. That's okay. Um, but but it's fun and but it's going to be a big game. All right, I I don't know that we're going to see a matchup where two quarterbacks are as close. Now, Sam Ellinger, I think is nobody's going to argue he is a better athlete than Joe Burrow, but but this is it, about does, does as does that even, make
2: him a better leader? I
1: don't know. No, 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 no. I don't no. think so. Uh, no, and I'm not saying he's not a good leader. I'm just saying I, I no that doesn't make him. But I'm just saying I I think this is about as close of an evenly killed matchup all levels of the football that we're going to get.
2: The fact that we got this game.
1: If it's a blowout a, one way or the other, I will be shocked as hell. I just don't see it.
2: I, I'm glad that we got this matchup, what is it, two and a half, three seasons, whatever it is, or I guess it's, just, it's just, just two seasons. It's just two. After the Thanksgiving night debacle where it was reported that Tom Herman was taking the LSU job and then he passed on it. Yeah. And rather than be shown up, the LSU AD at the time decided it would be a good idea to hire Ed Orgeron at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning, right after the game. Like, talk about an emotional decision. But it has worked out. No, it's worked out. LSU appears to be. I've
1: never had a problem with the hire. I always have a problem with the process. Yes. And and that's a very ticky-tack thing. It just means that if Ed ever leaves for whatever reason, if we don't have some sort of plan for how we're going to hire coaches, you can't always just fall out of bed and get lucky. Yes. It's just not how this game works. I'm an administrator. I've been an administrator for a while. If you do something without a plan and it works, it doesn't mean anything. No. It, it literally means nothing to me. So that's that's my problem with that. I love where we're at. I love where both schools are. They're both getting getting back to where they should be, yes. which is in the top 10 of college football, in all-time relevance of college football, and in big games.
2: Tom Herman, as a coach, 13-2-1 all-time against the spread as an underdog. That includes 8-2-1 and one at Texas. Do you think maybe they're doing him a favor making him an underdog here? I don't know if they're doing him a favor. You know. I mean, obviously they're not doing it. For him, that's right. But this, I mean, it, Herman has a way of firing his boys up when they are if, behind the numbers. If
1: you need extra help getting fired up because you're a dog in a game like this, then shame the hell on you. Agreed. That's I just if LSU's not fired up in this game because they're favorite, then everybody needs to be fired.
2: We uh, we I have just to, don't. I don't
1: think any of that stuff matters.
2: Yeah, I I agree.
1: But you know me. I don't, I don't care about trends. I don't care about what's happened in the last decade or 20 years. In a, Because none of those kids are there today. None of those guys are going to line up and, and, and put their hand in the dirt on Saturday. None of them. True. True. That's why none of that crap matters to me.
2: Let's go ahead and make some picks. You know who I'm rolling with. I know. And it ain't because I don't like LSU. I think LSU is immensely talented. You're just going to
1: always take the safe bet. That's what you do.
2: I, I like the you I take, like the against the spread thing you, here. You take safe and Texas being at home. I think they've been circling this game for a long time. I'm rolling with Texas, not only straight up or not only against the spread. I'm rolling straight up. That's good. And you're you're going the opposite way. I'm right? going
1: with my Tigers. I think I do think it's going to be a close football game. I don't think anything's going to be a blowout, but I think I think a touchdown game doesn't doesn't change much. I think
2: yeah, you're right. So let's move on. The Texas A&M Aggies at the Clemson Tigers. This is a seventeen and a half point spread in favor of Clemson. Two thirty p.m. on ABC. The total sixty four and a half. A lot of points for a game like this. Memorial Stadium in Clemson, South Carolina. You got a you got a battle of quarterbacks. You got a battle of coaches. Two national championship winning coaches. With we, won't, Dabo and we, Jimbo. we won't get
1: many opportunities for. Two national championship and, coaches.
2: And this is like the all-name bowl, That's right? right? Jimbo and Dabo and Kellen and Trevor. Like, I'm I'm all in on this. Uh, how, do, how do you feel about this game? I, I know you love Texas A&M and, and what they're doing under Jimbo Fisher. That's right. Um, man, you know, metrics really seem to like Clemson here, and yet that number keeps going down. The metrics, like, it opened at 19 and a half, right? That's right a so nineteen and a
1: half. We're down to seventeen and half. Down to seventeen and a, and a half.
2: Metrics have got this at Clemson by over three touchdowns.
1: So I that's that's fine. I like A and but we you know I like them a lot. I've I've talked about that. I I'm not thinking that is gonna win this game. I know A and M believes that and I'm glad they do, because if you go into the game and you don't think you got a chance to win, then you shouldn't be playing in it. But um I mean, it, would it shock me if a And M pulled off a massive upset here? I, I don't know that I would be super surprised. No. I think they're a really good football team. They're coached by a professional coach that knows what he's doing. Yes, and and he's building this program up. I also think, I think it hurts Clemson that they don't get tested week in and week out, and not that we're far enough into the season for that to matter. They they look bored against Georgia Tech. They yeah. didn't look impressive against Georgia Tech, but I don't think that's because they're slipping or they're not going to be as good this year. I just think they're not into it.
2: Yeah, they just it-
1: – They got to get into this game, and if they don't get yeah. into this game, there's no game on their schedule for them to get into. This is the biggest and best team they're going to play all year.
2: And that that would make you think that maybe they would come out and win this one by three touchdowns, right? Uh, I, I'm curious. I, I think
1: the other team's going to have something to say about uh, agreed. that. Agreed. Yeah. Are agreed. they going to want to come out and win this game by three touchdowns? Sure. Well, of course. Absolutely. But but but, but I think I, I just think, think the other team is good enough to square up with them and give them. They gave them their best shot last year. People say, "Oh, well, Kelly Bryant, coach." No, that, Trevor Lawrence was in that game too, and Trevor Lawrence got benched in that game.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, he got, I, th- I think he that's got the pulled. biggest matchup. Not this- because he got hurt; he that's, got pulled. That's the biggest matchup in this entire game is Mike Elko's defense yep. against Trevor Lawrence, and they they kind of embarrassed him last year. That's right. And I think that they could do it again.
1: Ooh! Like, you think they can embarrass Trevor Lawrence?
2: I, I think so. Holy I think they could make crap. him. They can make him look really bad.
1: I, Mike Elko I, I does I won't that. be upset if that happens. Mike
2: Elko does that to to quarterbacks all the time.
1: Well, let's while we're talking about them, let's just see if I can find that. You keep going. You keep breaking the game down real quick.
2: <laughs> uh, Travis Etienne, if if Trevor Lawrence begins to have problems, I think that that is because of the defensive line issues. And there's not really that many issues per se with Texas A&M, but if Trevor Lawrence starts to have issues throwing the football, he can't really. That will be his safe haven. That will be who he runs to. Travis Etienne can catch the ball out of the backfield. He is as explosive as it gets. It, there's, there's two super explosive players in college football. It is Etienne and Jerry Judy. And, and Etienne might be 1A as opposed to 1B on this. Like Those two guys are unbelievable. A&M's defensive line got really, really young guys I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Obviously, I think they're going to bring linebacker pressure edge rushers like crazy to try and get to Lawrence. If they are able to get to Lawrence, you better look out for the screen game because I think these AM defenders are young enough that they will overplay.
1: Yeah, that they, I mean that's what's going to hurt the defense is the fact that I think they're athletic. I think they can play with anybody. The problem is is they are young. Yes. And and you're, that's that's it. Is they're going to be susceptible to um not maintaining the edge and over uh, advancing up the line of scrimmage when when plays get, get by them or behind them. Yeah. And, and now you're chasing these crazy athletic guys from Clemson from behind. And, now on the and on, on the other side now uh, you brought up the you think they have a chance in this game. You think that there might be pulling some kind of upset or whatever. They can listen, if the defense embarrasses Trevor Lawrence, which said, then AM's gonna win this game. That's okay. that's the truth. Okay. But, uh,
2: what kind of money line are we talking about? Plus I six that's what plus
1: six twenty five. Listen, you just you sprinkle a little bit. It don't cost you anything. I mean, it's it's basically just money you're throwing away. Yeah. But I mean, I'm gonna piss that money away going to Sonic when this thing's over with. So you know, don't get that extra shake and there you go. Put a little bit on this and got on like you know a nice payday.
2: I for for our big game picks. I'm rolling am rolling a plus the 17-and-a-half because I do think that this will end up being a close game. I, Clemson's at home. I think this is their only big game. They will be focused. Uh, the talent is comparable. Clemson has a little more, but I like Clemson at home here. I think Clemson wins the game straight up, uh, but I like AM to cover.
1: Yeah, I, I like a to cover. I like them to keep it close. Um, been wrong before. Look. But- if if somebody's going to embarrass somebody, it it could ev- it could easily be Brett Venables embarrassing Kellen Kel- Mond. Uh, no, 100%. I, I don't, don't want to see that. I'm 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 I've bought into Jimbo. I've bought into Mond. I've bought into this A and M team. But if there's a man capable of embarrassing somebody, it's it's Mr. Venables. Speaking
2: of embarrassing, Syracuse is shellacking a few freezes Liberty. Uh, Flames last week was Slightly embarrassing for the man in the hospital bed Syracuse At Maryland Maryland is a a 2.5 point favorite Now this line opened up at Syracuse Minus 2.5 right? Or minus 3 I think Yeah. And now has flipped 5.5 points The total is 57 It is 11am on ESPN from Maryland Stadium in College Park, Maryland Scott Van Pelt's boys The Terps Man, they, they looked like they were on fire under Mike Loxley in week one. And I know you're rolling your eyes here, but pick, 79 pick, to nothing.
1: Picking on a helpless, defenseless kid. That's against Cam Newton's
2: little brother. Why would you do a man like that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you're not going to be able to do that in this game, I don't think. Uh, Josh Jackson looked really, really good after transferring from Virginia Tech.
1: Did you hear the reason they ran it up to 79? I have no idea. There is an internet now, I don't think nobody from nobody from Maryland has said this, but there's internet philosophies that uh and I, gosh, I shouldn't ever forget his name based on what happened. The young man that died. It he, he 79, wore seventy nine and they said they wanted to get it to that. And I think that's some bunk. I think you, you brought Howard us. in and you beat yeah. the hell out of him.
2: Like it, I don't I don't think that's it. Congratulations, Locksley. Hope, hope, so, hope that
1: was nice. But it hope did
2: it, it did get the public on his side big time. And cheers to Loxley because I'm telling you, with his record at New Mexico, man, that was the fact that he's got another head coaching job is just remarkable. Like the, the Nick Saban rehab job is is wonderful. Um see, Syracuse, they've
1: moved that line and there is still sixty seven percent of the people on Maryland.
2: Yeah, see, that's just that's, and that's, af- that's after
1: up, that's after line movement.
2: They put up a massive number.
1: You think Syracuse, just like, by not beating Liberty that bad... They
2: beat, they beat them 24 to nothing, so people think, oh, well...
1: Dino Babers has a little bit more class. Yes. I think he does. I don't know these two individuals. I'm just working under that assumption.
2: I also believe... I also like one of them a lot. I, I believe that... Dino Babers has got a hell of a football team. Yes. And the fact that so many people are underselling this bunch, look, this was not supposed to be a big game on this schedule. Right? Not not for Syracuse and Maryland. They That's obviously right. every game's big. But just as far as just as far as like a big matchup that matters. Well, now this one matters. Like this is a big deal. Dino has been here before. I, you want to talk about offensive gurus? Dino Babers is the guy. Tommy DeVito didn't look great last week. He did enough to get through. They didn't do anything to run up the score. They didn't do anything. You know, it, it was it was interesting. And they put a goose egg on yep. Liberty, they who averaged you know thirty five points a game last year. A really
1: good offense that brought a lot of kids back.
2: Yes, in a in a offensive genius, regardless of the fact that uh, he's in the hospital. Bed. He he didn't coach this game at all. So either way. Uh, yeah, but it, it was his game plan. It was his... I mean, you get the point. I, I don't. Either way. I don't. Either way. <laughs> they had Buckshot Calvert, man.
1: I think Hugh Freeze... How dare you disgrace the name I think Hugh of buckshot. Freeze was there because Hugh Freeze likes to see himself on TV. I believe that. That's that's why I think Hugh Freeze I was there.
2: 100% believe that. 100% believe that. I am rolling with Syracuse not only to cover the spread, but to also win the game outright... Because I am not buying Maryland yet.
1: I got to look. I'm sure the money line is nothing
2: Yeah. Oh, it's like so, plus, plus 115.
1: Plus, plus, 110. Like yeah, don't plus don't 110.
2: Don't even get that. Yeah. That's, I'm, 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 a, I'm all over that.
1: No, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm Syracuse. I'm Syracuse. Big, big, big. I don't know about big. I love Dino Bay. I don't know about that third I, big there. I, I, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay like, with that. Screw I'm going you this. Millennium. Maryland won't score half of what they scored last week.
2: Oh, good. Half of what they scored last week was 40.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I you got to roll with it. I stand it. by my statement.
2: You got to roll with it. All right, all right. Next game up, game number four on the big game previews before we get into the interesting matchups after game five. Game number four is Nebraska. Minus three and a half point favorite at Colorado. The total is 64 and a half. It's at 2.30 p.m. on Fox. So for all the people that have multiple screens set up, because the majority of the country will be watching Clemson, Texas A&M, Nebraska, Colorado will be on Fox at Folsom Field in Boulder, Colorado. Look.
1: This is going to be an interesting
2: Game. That's exactly why I've got it on this list. Scott Frost uh, looked eh in week one. Uh, the people <laughs> expected them to come out and destroy South Alabama.
1: I felt so much better about all my Nebraska future owners.
2: Oh, yeah. They did not even score as many points as the spread was. Yes.
1: That's scary. They didn't equal the spread number in points. Yes. But so let's beat somebody by that number.
2: Now, Mel Tucker with Colorado. You and I sat at the sports book on sure. Friday night and watched Mel Tucker put up some points. Nebraska yeah. scored, what was it, 35? Put up uh, yeah, 35 points. Like Colorado hung 52. 52 for the Buffs.
1: You think both those defenses were comparable?
2: I would say South so.
1: South Alabama better than Colorado State?
2: Yeah, about the same. I think South Alabama's probably got some bigger boys.
1: I think South Alabama's defense is better. Not that it, not that it changes my opinion of yeah. Things. I don't think it, I don't think it's that big of but, a deal. But but yeah, South Alabama better. Is that weird?
2: South Alabama better. Who, than Colorado Who's State? got a better defense, Nebraska or South Alabama? Like, oh no, that's a different conversation. That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, look, Lavisca Chenault. And Mr. Montez.
1: You told me. You told me while we're sitting there. Now, I thought maybe you had a few too many pops in you, and you were just talking crazy.
2: I'd been drinking coffee by that point. You said this kid was the
1: the best athlete in all of college football.
2: Yeah. Was I wrong?
1: Well, I don't know. We're one week in, (laughs) and he beat the hell out of a really bad team. Look,
2: he played half the year last year, and the games that he was in, they were undefeated, and... And then he, they he's, lose him. He's and an he's gone. athlete.
1: That is a bold statement, my friend.
2: Hey, I don't care how bold it is. It it ain't bold if it's true.
1: You you did tell me about this time last year that Josh Allen was the best athlete in last year's team uh, in, in oh, football yeah. last year.
2: I mean, a hundred percent. And I was dead on. Dead on. Josh Allen from Kentucky, not Wyoming. Don't get it twisted. Well, he all wasn't right. there last
1: year. He was with the Bills already.
2: I know, but I'm just saying, And for people that are watching that are trying to get Nobody would configure
1: one of those guys being the best athlete in all of college football. I, I would hope
2: not, but either way, just, just tossing out there. If, so, Josh yeah. Allen from Kentucky, best athlete last year. LaVisca Chenault, best athlete this year from Colorado. Will he
1: get any love, because he plays at least the right side of the ball, he get any kind of Heisman love at all?
2: They win on Saturday.
1: What if... Nebraska fans are about to get really mad. I don't mean to make you mad. What if Nebraska has like 6-7 losses? I mean, what if, what if they have no, 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 they
2: they can't They don't just make a bowl game
1: Saturday. Okay.
2: Like it, it's it you can't be like If a, this
1: is a big win for Colorado, but then later we look back and say, oh that really wasn't that big of a win. Does what, it change things? no, it's things? it
2: this it, it is important because it is this week, That's right? right. You, you, gotta you, win. you have to win this so, to get to the next level. I got you. It, they got to win this week. Okay. And then, and then, yeah, he'll start to get some national love. Like, okay. he, he already has some, right? There are some believers in his camp right now.
1: But well, now our it's boy, just not really loud. Our boy Clay Travis says all the time, you never like the Heisman favorite. No. And he fully believes that never never is the guy who's predicted to be the favorite. He never wins. It's always no, somebody comes does. from behind that nobody suspected at the beginning of the year. That's why I thought... Okay, when you said that, I'm 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 thinking does well, he even have a chance to get invited?
2: No, because he, he plays it. like I love Colorado. Don't get me wrong. I love Nebraska too. Like there ain't nothing wrong so with that. So where there, he y'all. plays hurts. But yes, I think it absolutely hurts. One, he's in the pac twelve, so you're not gonna see him a bunch. This is a prime spot for That's right. him. Oh no, he needs if, to
1: show out on T V on if, national TV.
2: If he starts putting up some major league numbers, In this game against Scott Frost, and they end up pulling out a win, and it's just highlight reel after highlight reel, 100%. He's got a shot. He's got a shot. Okay. So, and look, we just got to make sure Mr. Montez gets him the ball.
1: That, That is the other problem. He doesn't play the position that gets the Heisman anymore.
2: Now, on the other side, Adrian Martinez didn't look great last week, but last year when he put up some major league numbers, I think maybe they took that first game a little lightly. If if they come out swinging, like they got the players to be able to to kind of run yeah. away with this.
1: If Scott, so we didn't talk about Nebraska enough, other than kind of crapping on them. That, that's shame on us. We we actually need to do that. If Scott Frost is the coach that we think he is, legit, real, yes. excellent head coach, they'll they'll be much improved. The team that we see play this game won't be the team that we saw play last game. Correct. Agree. We agree with that.
2: I agree. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you make a pick first. How you feeling? <laughs>
1: I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna take the home dog.
2: Alright, so you're taking Colorado plus three and a half.
1: I don't I don't love it. We pick all the big games. These are not gambling picks. Um You're taking them straight up? Going to my head, I'm gonna take Colorado. No I'm, I'd like to see it because I got a lot of I got a lot of Nebraska under Yeah. Eight and a half. I'd sure like to see it.
2: All right, so you're rolling Nebraska to win though. Right. You're thinking it.
1: I don't know. Are we doing that for the big games? Yes,
2: yeah, for the big games. You're picking a straight-up winner and a picks winner, a
1: I spread winner. I wasn't emotionally prepared for this. All right. It, I'll give you Colorado. Let me go with the home team. I'll go with the home team. All right, you just do okay. It's a small enough spread. All right, here's what I'm going to do. That's not a crazy
2: bet. I'm going to take the over. I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to hit you. I I never know what Uh, the
1: hell we're doing on these things. (laughs) Show up, we're doing different shit. I'm
2: I'm gonna roll Nebraska minus the three and a half. If if only, like my my gut tells me Nebraska. My mind is telling me, like man, Colorado looked really good. You know, I I think Nebraska maybe bounces back. Picking Colorado
1: to win the game might be overreaction from Week One. I'm admitting to that. I I understand. The public saw both of these two teams, and the public is all saying, oh, man, that Colorado team looked a hell of a lot better than the Nebraska team. Yeah. That's not what you're going to get this week. Those two teams are going to be different. Yeah, Is different good enough to change the outcome of what I think? I don't know.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's close up with this one before we get into the interesting matchups here. Game number five in the big game previews at Cincinnati at Ohio State. Ohio State minus 16 and a half favorite juices minus 110 on that one 55 and a half is the total 11 a.m on ABC from Ohio Stadium in Columbus uh you love Cincinnati and Luke fickle don't you I do love
1: Cincinnati and Luke fickle
2: I do think that Ryan day and that bunch could keep this closer for Luke fickle Right? Like, I think they would win by a couple of touchdowns.
1: And call the dogs? I I think. Here's the problem with that. A couple of touchdowns isn't enough unless there's like a minute and a half left. You can't call the dogs because Cincinnati's not going to call the dogs. They're going to keep continuing to try to win the game until it says all zeros. That's just going to happen. You call the dogs, you get caught. Yeah, but I think that, you get beat.
2: I think Ohio
1: State is is you think that they're much that better. much better to where they could name their score.
2: Yeah, I kind of do. Wow,
1: I think that is ta- just the... massive disrespect. That's hey, this is not disrespect.
2: This is the I know what a talent gap. The, t- <laughs> the talent gap between these two is worlds apart. Ohio State, as far as that blue chip. Uh, Uh, Whatever it's called. The blue chip gap that I was talking about. Sure.
1: The ranking of what these kids were like in high school. I got you.
2: Ohio State is number one in the country. Number one in the country. In the
1: world. Over Georgia. Nobody on the the planet (laughs) are as athletic as them. They got more five stars than everybody.
2: I'm just saying it's in Ohio Stadium. It is game number two. Justin Fields, we know now,
1: can do something. Well, yeah, he's really good at football. Who'd have thought that? How are you feeling about this? I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna, gonna take, take all those win? points. I wrote down the money line. <laughs> it is. It is plus five fifty.
2: Plus five fifty is not enough for me. Well, for these guys, that's where we're different. Where I mean, we're that's different. It, I you just know what Luke Fickle going it. back
1: to his old team. Sure.
2: You're rolling Cincinnati to win. To win the game. To win the game. All right, I'll write it down.
1: Write it down.
2: I'll write it down. I'm I'm going to take the opposite side <laughs> of this. I'm going to go Ohio State minus 16.5. You're
1: laying all those points.
2: I'm laying all of them. I think Ohio State's talent is that much more superior to Cincinnati's. I don't argue that. I think Cincinnati played a dog crap team last
1: week. What do you think Georgia State's talent is to Tennessee?
2: Oh, Nothing. What do you Garbage.
1: think Wyoming's talent, Wyoming's talent, Wyoming? I was like, what is Wyoming? I don't, I don't know where the hell Wyoming is. I've been to Wyoming yeah. on Tunica the other night. Wyoming! Um, <laughs> 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 what do you think Wyoming's talent to Missouri was?
2: Uh, probably more comparable than Tennessee's to Georgia State. Okay. It, it
1: happens every week. Uh,
2: yeah, but you're every talking week. about Missouri and. Tennessee, you're not talking I, about. Ohio I, State. I fully
1: understand, it. but we're also talking Cincinnati, Cincinnati compared to compared to. Okay,
2: okay, I'm with you.
1: Cincinnati is is light years better than those other teams. I mean, just worlds better than those other.
2: I teams. will tell you this: if they get, if they find a way to make Justin Fields uncomfortable,
1: oh, this it, defense is gonna make him uncomfortable.
2: It could be a very this long defense afternoon. is gonna
1: make him uncomfortable. They're gonna know he's there.
2: I'm, I'm curious because you haven't seen him in any real adversity yet, right?
1: Well, he's going to feel adversity. They might win this game by four touchdowns, but Justin Fields is going to feel adversity. Yes. He is going to get hit, and he's going to get harder than he's been hit in a long, long time. Yeah, I agree. This is a tough-ass team. You remember that Temple team years ago with, with my boy? Matt Rule? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's the way I think Cincinnati is right now, just – they are just tough as nails, man.
2: I think I agree with you.
1: I do. I don't I don't know. I do think Ohio the State is that, they, is that much better. The fact that they calling them to win this game is, is a little ridiculous. But it's why I like betting big underdogs.
2: Because sometimes it'll hit. Because all, I, I
1: need it to hit once. And if it hits once, it buys me 10 times of not hitting. More than that, 55 times of not hitting.
2: That's true. That's true. I remember you were the one that had the money line on Iowa over Ohio State. You, you damn right. However long ago that was. What were they, 20-something point underdogs, 22-point underdogs? Yeah, it was over three touchdowns,
1: and it was, yeah, it was like a plus 1,200. I mean, it was something crazy money line.
2: Yeah, and and it hit, and Uh, you were in the the black for a long time. Porky picking it that night. Believe it. All right, let's talk about the most interesting matchups. Start off with West Virginia at Missouri. Missouri, a 14-point favorite. Missouri looked awful. Awful last week. Now, the offense did some good things. Uh, West Virginia played a really good FCS team yep. in James Madison. Won twenty to thirteen. Austin Kendall was great. Yep. Uh, had two touchdowns. Everything about them was okay. I think people are maybe underselling West Virginia a little bit.
1: When I, I saw at this the beginning line, of the year. when I saw this line was fourteen points, I, it, it, I had to do a double take. Yep. I just couldn't believe a team that that just got beat by Wyoming was a two touchdown favorite against what I think is a really well coached team and and they came off a win which they weren't they weren't crazy impressive but but that was a tough FCS team. You, you brought that up. They didn't, they didn't just bring in some pup to beat up. Yeah. And uh, this, this wasn't Howard, okay.
2: No, this was like they were only a seven point favorite over James Madison. Yeah and, they and pushed that they
1: number. pushed. Um I I like this West Virginia team it's not that I like this West Virginia team. I I am in the tank with Neil Brown. I, I don't have been think, for a long, long time. I don't think that West Virginia can do the
2: same things that Wyoming can do because Wyoming has got girth on the on the lines. <laughs> yeah. Right? They yeah. were
1: able to push Missouri
0: around
2: a in a way of, that West Virginia will not. A lot of mass
1: that's hard to move.
2: Yes, and West Virginia does not have that. But it's it's a right different now.
1: it's a different type of all. Off- it's going to yeah. be a different type of offense.
2: That's if if I had to roll one way, I'd probably roll the over. But we'll no. we'll figure that out in the I, in I'm the gonna,
1: podcast. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to if we're picking these games, I'm going to take West Virginia points.
2: Army at Michigan. Michigan minus 22.5 and a half at home in the Big House. Uh it just seems like a lot of points.
1: It does seem like a lot, it of, seems points. Like a lot of points against a real football team, not just some some pup that you bring yeah, in. This is yeah. not pay for wins. Well,
2: and you've got Wisconsin next week on the road. You might be looking ahead a little bit. Uh, you've got you're still trying to figure out your own offense. There's going to be way less possessions in this game because Army likes to keep it forever. That's right. Like we saw that against Rice, they had here's a the problem with that. Play I, no, for like I, I
1: I fully understand minutes. that. I do think there's some. Michigan's defense is good. Army's not going to keep the ball for 19, 19 plays, plays in, in, a, in a drive to score a touchdown. I agree. And, and if they do, they will do that once or twice. Because nobody's scoring 30 points against Michigan all year. No, That's I, just I not happening.
2: I agree with you. Uh, however, they do take up almost the entire play clock like every yeah, time they run a
1: play. That's fine. And and it shortens the game. It but if they go like, three and out like everybody else is going three and out against well, a, Michigan's agreed. defense, then it don't. Then you take all. You take twice the play clock. Agreed. You're still punting at some point in time.
2: Here's here's the deal that it, this is why better teams have started to run more up tempo stuff. Right. You and I have not, I've talked about this before, but like for Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma to go up tempo when you have better players. The more plays you have, that is the more chances of you winning a play. That's right. If the game is shortened, that is less chances for your better players to win plays. Army shortens the game. It's what happened against Oklahoma last year, right? Army shortens the game. You've only got 50 plays to play with as opposed to 100 like Boise State against Florida State last week. That's what Army does. They shorten up this game, that 22.5 point spread... Like, Michigan could win by three touchdowns and completely dominate this game and not cover the spread.
1: The problem is, is, you compared them to Oklahoma, who couldn't stop anything Agreed. last year. Agreed. And Michigan's going to get stops. Army's going to punt. Yeah, they it's... didn't punt against Oklahoma. I know. They just couldn't stop Oklahoma. They just, yeah, they couldn't but, stop Oklahoma. But Army's going to, I mean, Michigan's going to cause them to punt.
2: I agree. I'm not comparing them to Oklahoma. I'm just. I'm, off. I'm
1: very curious where all, because everybody I've heard. Is picking Army in this game. Where's the money at? 79% of the money going to Army. Give me, give me Michigan. Give me, I, I, y'all can have all those points. You can have them all. That is, have them all. That's a lot of money coming in on, on Army.
2: Next game up, Stanford at USC. I've got this on here. USC is a, it, well, when I wrote this down, they were a two and a half point favorite. Look up for me and tell me what, uh, What they are currently as of recording time. What is it? Stanford and...
1: Pick'em. Nope. Open pick'em. USC minus one. USC minus one. That's Vegas Insider. Let me actually go to A-Book. See what A-Book has. I got them. USC minus one. Holy.
2: USC minus one. All right, so here's the deal. I don't think that we've gotten any... Firm news about K.J. Costello. I don't think he's going to play this week. And, no. of course, J.T. Daniels
1: is, out for, the is out
2: for the season. So it really comes down to which freshman quarterback or which backup quarterback. I think they're both freshmen, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Which
2: one do you like more?
1: I think I like the coach more for, for Stanford. Stanford. Yes. yes. That's... When we're getting into backup quarterbacks, now we're on even playing fields there, now I'm looking at which team is going to have that guy better prepared.
2: New roll with David Shaw.
1: I'm gonna roll with David Shaw. I can believe that. I can believe that. Um, I can't believe that. I can't believe that it was a pick and it moved to the other way. That shocks me. Yeah, it's a little little strange. I mean, I know they're at home, but that didn't. Oh, never mind. Ninety-three percent of the money is on Stanford. Ninety-three percent of the money from Vegas Insider is on Stanford right now, and it moved from Pickham. To one. Now, I'm not buying that crap because they got me on South Carolina last week where all the money was on UNC and they kept making the number bigger. And yeah. So I was like, Vegas knows something. Cost me some money.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I am, I'm saying, I am this curious. Is, about this it. is a complete stay away. UCF, Central Florida Knights at Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic plus 10 in this game. The fighting lane, Kiffins. Down
1: in Boca Raton, we're going to break this game down with.
2: Yep, we're going to break it down with TJ Reeves yep. from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. So make sure you jump into the Gambling Picks show. Uh, I do like this game. I think it's very interesting. It's a look ahead spot for Central Florida. We'll we'll discuss some more about that later. Miami at North Carolina. This is now a four and a half point spread. It opened at a touchdown. People love Mac Brown. They love Mac Brown.
1: He made me look bad last week.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. So, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: <laughs> but uh
2: yeah, I mean it, it he made he made a lot of people look bad last week. And Miami has had a week off. They got a chance here. I don't know. I mean which which way would you lean here?
1: What's the number four? I would go with Miami.
2: Yeah, I think I'd probably roll Miami on that. I go with Miami. I think I think they got better. I, I told
1: time you right? we we left back Week zero game, and and I felt better about Miami leaving that game than I did Florida. Yeah, same here. I know they lost it. I felt better about them.
2: BYU at Tennessee. I've got I didn't this. Know
1: you had as many games.
2: Yeah, I put this on here. Uh, BYU it cannot lose this game. Tennessee cannot lose this game. That's why it is. Oh, an interesting Tennessee game. can lose this game. No, I'm saying they, it, as far as their fan bases go. Like, both we, of them... We, we're both, probably going to see them do it. Both head coaches will completely lose the fan bases if they do this. So, I'm curious. I, the Tennessee, only, hang on now.
1: The only reason BYU's fan base would lose it is because Tennessee lost so bad last week. That's it. If this was a normal... Let's say this is a 6-6 six and six Tennessee team, okay, that played real hard. Did we just lose everything?
2: We just lost that, but that's okay.
1: okay. Podcast still rolling.
2: Podcast is still rolling.
1: All right. Um, I don't think there's any pressure on BYU. They play a really hard schedule. That's normal. Yeah. Their only pressure is because Tennessee lost so badly last week. Yeah. And if you can't beat the team that got beat like that, and that's bad logic. I don't like that kind of logic. Okay. Okay. Because these are week-to-week teams.
2: No, I mean you're right. You're right, but it's look BYU with the way that they got embarrassed by Utah at home last week. They've got some rough stuff coming up. Uh, they need this. They want this coach to move another step forward. Right. That's the biggest thing. Move another step forward and go from there. So
1: <laughs> Ooh, excuse me I'm about sneezing the mic. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> so this line opened at one. It is now at.
0: Three
1: and, and half. a half, with oh yeah, sixty-three percent. It's line movement because on of Tennessee, so people are betting Tennessee, which is pretty crazy. With as badly I, I as was, they got, I was. I was. The reason I looked that up was strictly because I thought, who could in good conscience go bet Tennessee after that game?
2: A lot of people apparently.
1: Apparently, a lot of people.
2: Now this may be sharps jumping in on it, but I, I'm telling you, like, that's got to be it, right?
1: That's got to be it. That's got to be it. That's Because I'm going to bet all the metrics say Tennessee by a ton or whatever.
2: Uh, no, all the metrics actually have it right around
1: three. No, that's because Sharps do preseason stuff, all this stuff. They oh, got yeah, lines those. all week. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. bet they say you can't take anything from week one, throw it away. I'm sticking with my lines. I'm sticking with my numbers. I got Tennessee minus, you know, the nine eight, and a half nine, or nine, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and, and therefore – you know, it's all this. You're, you're, that's the only way. Because there's no public action. Yeah. Zero public people can see that number and say, t- t- hang on, Tennessee's favored? Did like, they Tennessee. get the hell behind my home?
2: No, I'm not betting that. No. I mean, you're right. You're right. All right. Uh, that is going to wrap up the college football big game previews. And now, moving into NFL big game previews. Week one of the NFL season, Chris is pumped about this. This is his time of year. This is what he does. He specializes in
1: NFL talk, right? I know. I, I just like football, and <laughs> I like NFL football just as much as I like college football. I can. Understand I don't it. have a favorite, and uh, and you 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 seem to like college a lot more than the I NFL. Love college. Well, I do too, but I don't, but I, but I, I it's, love it's football. Different. Yeah, I understand that. I don't. I don't care what level it is. I like football.
2: I like college football more than the NFL, but I do like the NFL. So with that said, the show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six wonderful sports books and you can bet on NFL and college at all of them. They're all great. Chris and I were down there last weekend. We enjoyed ourselves immensely. Stayed out until what, like two o'clock in the morning? Yeah. I mean, good gracious. I, I was feeling it the next day. Feeling it the next day, I can't do that anymore. We probably will, but I tell myself that every time I go out because the next day I'm just, I'm I, just exhausted. Need to, I just need to make sure That's I don't have to we, get up at five thirty-six. We we don't we don't go out and get drunk. We don't like nothing like that. It was just we stayed out, we had to a few
1: pops, we had a,
2: we had a few, but it wasn't like we weren't hammered. We weren't obliterated, uh, and and yet. Here we go. We only had college football to watch last week. We got uh, NFL this week. So let's talk about the NFL previews. Let's go ahead and move through these. We'll try and get through these a little bit quicker than we did the college ones. Game number one, Thursday night, NFL's 100th season. Of course, they're going to start it off with something spectacular like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers against the Bruce Brothers and the Chicago Bears. The Bears, a three-point favorite. Minus 110 is the juice. 46.5 46 and a half is the total at 7.20 p.m. Thursday night on NBC from Soldier Field in Chicago. Mitch Trubisky, people are torn on this guy, right? Is he good? Is he not good? Nobody really has an answer, I don't guess.
1: He, he is one of the few enigmas of the NFL. Yeah. We feel like we understand who most of these guys are, especially the quarterbacks. You see him so much. Mitchell was just one of those guys where... Nobody's really sure what you're getting,
2: and and you don't necessarily have to with this team. No, Matt you don't. Nagy has figured out that if I just get this guy to not make mistakes, I've got a good enough defense, a good enough running game. There are enough weapons at wide receiver in order for us to be able to win games. They went what twelve and four last year, or That's eleven right. and
1: five? What was it? I don't nah, remember. Either way, stuff off the top of my head, I wasn't prepared for. I,
2: I want to say twelve and four. I could be completely wrong on that but um the game is at home this will be kind of a revenge type situation for the way that the opening of last season went where they were up 12 and 4 last year did you see it up there in the uh yeah, right yeah. 12 and 4 all right i was right on that there you go my, my brain did not film me that go around I like the Bears a lot here. I think it's going to take the Packers a while to get used to their new head coach, Matt LaFleur. I do think that this new offense, this new idea, this new coach is going to work out okay with the Packers. I don't think it works in Chicago where there is actual, literal hatred between these teams. I think the Bears want to get back. Obviously, they got back at them middle of the year last year but the way that that first game went down where Aaron Rodgers goes out with what looks like just a season ending injury and he's carted off the field and then he comes back and he's playing on a gimp leg and is gimp offensive
1: can i say that i don't i don't know i mean you can I don't know. S- you can say it to me i won't, I won't. if
2: if that offends anybody I'm, i apologize i'm a pervious <laughs> of offense i apologize personal for attacks
1: that. hurt but like something <laughs> things say
2: i didn't even think about, about it i was like Oh, my lord uh, either way, he he had an injury, came back, led him down the field, scored three unanswered touchdowns to win the game. I I think it embarrassed the Bears. It led to a really good season for them. I don't think it happens here. Uh, we we got to make picks on these, right? What what else should we point out? What is David Montgomery going to look like here?
1: So I think I think the Bears' offense is going to look different than last year. I do think they're going to be improved, much improved. Um, I, I've heard multiple people talk about the. <clears throat> The offseason for the for the NFL is is really long. We have the entire month of August where it's just so much chatter, 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 chatter. You hear so much about these teams. You kind of hear everybody goes from good to bad, and it just depends on who you're listening to that day and how they're feeling. Um, I, I think the offense is going to be better. I think the defense is going to take a step back because Vic Fangio is a, a genius. I believe that. And losing him is massive. But at the same time, you still have all the dudes that were there that were running this defense. I think they're going to be fine. Are they going to be as dominant as last year? Maybe not. But if the offense takes it step forward, they take a little step back, the team can continue to run. And 10-game seasons, 12-4, and not outside of the realm of possibility. I think they beat the Packers, and I think they beat up on them. I, I think it's gonna take a while for this offense. And and I don't know, so you think they'll eventually get it figured out. I don't know that I believe in Matt LaFleur. I don't know that we have any history to know that this guy's gonna be a good coach. Now I don't mean to I don't mean to hate on the guy, but his track record is standing next to Sean McVay. Okay. He's not allowed to call plays. He's yep. not allowed to make any decisions. We don't know how much game planning he had in that. But and then, he had all the game planning for the Titans,
2: and and they got worse.
1: And that actually. offense got worse. It yeah. went backwards.
2: All right. And somehow he parlayed that into
1: getting this shot. but be, because job. the NFL is enamored with this freak offense that McVay's doing, I, I mean the, the same thing happened in Arizona. I don't know if we're going to talk about that game or not. But at some time, at some point in time, we all have to realize this guy got fired from college. He was never better than five hundred at college. In the Big Twelve, where nobody plays defense at all, yeah, and we think we can put him in the pros, and they're going to be great. I don't, I don't understand the logic. So, with that being said, yeah, I like the Bears. I like the Bears a lot. Yeah. And my dislike for the Packers this season is not. I, I just think they won six games last year. I think they're going to look a lot like they looked last year.
2: Yeah, I think, I think I agree. So I'm, I'm rolling Bears minus three here. You got. Bears I also minus think three. at
1: some point in time. We we have to stop with the Aaron Rodgers is 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 okay. some type of god. He's just a dude, okay. In the last, I saw this a really talented
2: dude. But, but but
1: at the end of the day, I don't know, he's just a guy. Like like the last whatever like fifty something games, he's like twenty four and twenty four. I mean, he's a five hundred quarterback over the last couple of seasons. That's that's his record.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. And that, all right. So last year, all last year, he played hurt. That's fine. Okay, he's hurt last year. What about the seasons before that? When he actually played. Was he hurt every game he's ever lost? Because that's what I can't handle.
2: I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, we'll move on from that. We both got the Bears minus three there. Sunday night, Steelers, Patriots, Patriots minus five and a half. Juices minus one ten on that as well. The total fifty-one at seven twenty PM on NBC Sunday night football from Gillette Stadium in Foxboro. That's your boys. That's who you're going after.
1: Dropping uh, another banner.
2: Steelers I'm make six. Steelers without um, which ties the Steelers, by the way. So which of course they were gonna hang that that night. Um, well they didn't make the schedule. I know they didn't make the schedule, but it's very fitting. Well they're gonna
1: hang it it's, the it's first fitting, game of the I know, year, but
2: it's fitting that the NFL scheduled the Steelers in the Patriots and okay. So you got Ben Roethlisberger, and he's the only one of the killer bees left. Antonio Bryant's gone, Le'Veon Bell's gone. James Conner has shown up and looked good. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has looked good. James Washington we will see. Uh, Moncrief will see. They've still got weapons in Pittsburgh. The defense looked really good last year, and Devin Bush, Yep. so far in preseason, and I know it's just
1: preseason. No, I, but no, no, it know, that matters. It especially matters for rookies.
2: It, it really matters for rookies, and yeah. I thought it was going to take a little bit for him to get acclimated. Yeah. And I might have been wrong. No, that dude's a stud. He is an absolute stud. Uh, the Pats, first real game with no Rob Gronkowski. And and not just Gronk's hurt and he might come back later. No, he He is gone. He's gone. Nikhil Harry on IR. Yep. Uh, that was a little shocking to uh, me. That doesn't surprise me. Um, But, yeah, it, the Patriots minus five and a half here. I... I lean Steelers because I think that this is a field goal game. Uh, I will take the Pats to win because it I mean, who you gonna trust? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna it,
1: tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You can think what you want to think about this game. I, I know Bill. Bill's taking the defense now. Yeah. This might be the best defensive squad the Patriots have had since In a while since those Teddy Bruschi, Mike Vrabel days. Um, and and I I think. I think the Steelers are going to have a very difficult time scoring. Okay. I think this is one of those games where Bill is going to say, Juju, not beating us. Find anybody else you want to beat us, but one guy will not beat us, and he's always done it. He takes away the other team's best player.
2: Yeah, and Juju is, and is the best Juju's player. Juju's that. And James
1: Conner, well, well, good. He's, he's not good enough to put is, a team on his shoulders if – if you told me gun to my head, and I'm going to bet it's low. I'm going to bet it's really low. Over-under, I would go under because I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this uh, game. The
2: total is 51.
1: 51? Yeah. Um, but I would take the Patriots. I would lay the points. I At home, They A, they just don't lose they at don't home. They don't lose. And honoring the sixth Super Bowl and and doing all the things that are going to this game is going to be crazy hyped. And, and they're going to be ready to play. They're going to score, I, I think, offensively. If anybody thinks that they know what we're going to see, you're wrong. No one knows outside of Tom, Josh, and and Bill. That's yeah, the list.
2: Even the rest of the offense yes, has no idea. That,
1: that's the list right there. They got no is, clue. They I, got no idea. I don't, I don't know how they're going to line up. I don't know how they're going to handle James White, Sonny Michelle, who's going to be where, what are they going to do with the new guys, um, Julian will be in the slot. I, I would venture to say that Josh Gordon's going to play, and he's going to play well. And and other than that, I don't know what they're going to look like because this is this is something new and it's something different. But it's not nothing that I'm afraid of. I think they have the best offensive mind and out of all the coordinators in football.
2: Let's talk about new and different. Okay. The Giants at the Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven. Juice is minus 115 there.
1: There's nothing new and different about this game.
2: Well, hold on, hold on. Total is 45. 3.25 p.m. on Fox. It's at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. The only thing that could be different here is you might not see Zeke. And you probably won't see Zeke. Now, he has flown back to Dallas as of today. But, I mean, he just got in tonight.
1: Yeah, but usually if you practice by Wednesday, you can play.
2: You think they're going to get a deal done?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been reported all day today that it's looking like ninety million over six years.
2: Jeez, Louise, what in the world? 50, that's only
1: fifteen a year. 15 that's, a year. That's... that's a lot less than Todd Gurley.
2: I mean, agreed, but that's still a lot of money. I, yes. I bet there's a lot of guaranteed money in that too. I, I bet it is. So ninety million over six. I think years. the
1: deal gets done. I think Zeke plays.
2: All right. Now, what about on the other side for the Giants?
1: I think Eli's marching out there.
2: It, it, he may be marching out, but if things are going poorly, how short of a leash does he have at this point based on how well Daniel Jones has played? I think a lot of that
1: depends on how the offense looks. If the offensive line is bad, Dallas' defense is legit. They are oh, yeah. real, and they've got some dudes signed and locked up on the defensive side. And if they come to play and you see they see blood and they're going and they're being aggressive, I don't know that I put Daniel Jones in this game. They had, what was the
2: stat on them last year? They had nine of their ten wins were one possession one wins? One possession games, yes. And now you're you're asking people to give up a touchdown.
1: What side would you roll with? I I'm I'm staying as far away from this game as I could possibly stay. If I had to put money on this game, I would I would probably lay the points. Or not lay the points, I'd probably take the points, I'd take the Giants. And here's my logic: Eli has absolutely owned the Cowboys. Now, I know this ain't the same Eli that's always been, but if he's got one game left in the tank, it's this week be- It's week one, he's not afraid of Jerry World at all. That man has walked away with many a wins out of that place. And if Zeke doesn't play, that offense totally changes. All
2: right, so I would,
1: I would lay the point, and the fact they play so many close games. I would take the dog. I would just take whatever points I could get. The fact that I'm getting the touchdown... That's just crazy. That too, I yeah. think that's I think that's too much. Um
2: who's uh who's your straight up winner? Are you gonna go with the No, Giants?
1: I would go with the Cowboys.
2: Go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I could see I could see the Cowboys winning by That, that field defense goal here? is
1: really good. Yeah. I mean they're they're really good on defense.
2: I do agree. All right, move on from that one. The Sunday noon game, CBS national. National broadcast. That's right. For the Titans and the Browns. The Browns are a five and a half point favorite. Total is 45-and-a-half, 12 p.m. CBS at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. Man, the Browns are the story of the NFL. Yes, sir. Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb. You got Freddie Kitchens. You got all sorts of stuff going on. Tell me about this. I've, I've heard that maybe the head coach and the OC aren't getting along as well as people thought. Like, there's been stories here and there about that. Uh, how good can this defense be without Greg Williams? Uh, oh, God. You know, I mean, fill, fill this me is in.
1: This is what's wrong with the the offseason being as long as it is. I agree. Is we're, we're, now, we're now literally making up fairy tales and creating things from dust just because we need something to write about and we can't write another puff piece about how this team looks great. And they don't look like they have any flaws. They are, from top to bottom, on the roster, the most talented team in the NFL. If they're not the most, they're in the conversation, okay? They got got a real coach, a real coach on defense in Steve Wilkes. You think Greg Williams was holding that thing together? Are you kidding me right now? Are we having this conversation? Steve Wilkes is 100 times the man that Greg Williams wants to be, wishes he was. Are you crazy? And and <laughs> Kitchens and Todd Monkett, like, listen, I follow this team like crazy, and there's no problem. This is people needing something to write about. And does Monkett want to call plays? Yeah, he wants to call plays. He knew when he took the job. Kitchens is calling the plays. Freddie yeah. said last year, when I get the gig, I'm not letting it go. I like play calling. I like having that control. He's got the relationship with Baker. But I don't think we have any problem there. What's the problem? I, we we. There's not one. You got it. There's absolutely not one. <laughs> now, now let's move to the Titans. The Titans have been so mismanaged and mishandled. I, Marcus Mariota has a problem staying healthy. I'm going to tell you something. That defense on the other side, we talk about the offense. Everybody puffs up the offense. and And everybody gives out the stats from last year because, for some reason, last year's team they think has something to do with this year's team where they average giving up 32 points a game or whatever bullcrap that is. You take that, you roll it up, you throw in the garbage. It's absolute trash. This is going to be one of the best defenses in the NFL. Miles Garrett is going to compete for Defensive Player of the Year. I, mark my words, he's going to be in that conversation. He's going to be in it all year. But he's not the only one. The Backfield's loaded. Linebackers are loaded. Defensive line's loaded. They've got talent on that side of the ball too. I promise you. they got a real coach coaching them. I promise you, the Titans are going to struggle. Marcus Mariota better hope he gets out of this game in one piece.
2: I I knew that by bringing up those different storylines, it was going to get you fired up. I don't know what rock rock passionate the. I don't know know what
1: rock you listen. I wasn't trying to just blow my team. Okay, everyone knows that I love the Browns. Everybody knows I'm in on them. I'm in the tank and I'm in the tank as far as you can go. The problem is, is when you make something up from air and you're actually putting that out there, that's just bullshit. You can't. Oh, it,
2: it, you just it's can't me. do that. That's actual literal stories that have come I understand across.
1: that. I understand that. Like I
2: ain't making if it up. If someone
1: says that well, I don't know what the defense is going to do without Greg Williams, what are you talking about?
2: There's nine. There's nine guys at a bar
1: a, in Cleveland that could coach that defense.
2: I I don't think Greg Williams is a bad
1: coach. I'm not saying he's a bad coach.
2: You're just saying it don't necessarily
1: matter. You think he's better than Steve Wilkes? I, I don't know about that either. I would venture to say if you interview every general manager in the NFL, they every upgraded, head coach in the NFL, yeah, they, they would all the, say, uh, I would offer Steve Wilkes a contract over, I'd offer Greg Williams a contract. Yeah. I might be wrong on that, but I think the overwhelming understanding is that Steve Wilkes is, Wilkes, is an incredible defensive mind. And an incre- There's a reason he got a head coaching job. He actually got one. Yeah. All right? Greg wants one. Greg Greg's trying to get and, one for a while. You can't know what? get one. He's he laughed out of the room.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. All right. Now that you're all fired up, let's talk about
1: Monday night. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the point. I'm laying the points. I don't uh, care. They're going to beat them by a touchdown. I'd already
2: written that down. I'd if already.
1: they – if, if, and here's now, now, here's the truth about this game, okay? If the Browns come out and they lay an egg week one after all this hype, after the way they beefed this team up, they've done all – Baker's talked all that noise – and, and, and all those guys keep talking all that noise and they come out they lay an egg against the Titans against a team that nobody thinks is better than 8 and 8 then then what the hell are we doing then it's then all for naught you're at home that place is going to be electric
2: all right so let's say that they they win but they don't cover is that laying egg
1: yeah you got to if you can't beat them by a touchdown this is not a great Titans team going to be. I think, Their like, offensive line is going to struggle. They got offensive linemen out with suspensions. Man, they're going like this,
2: but they do also have more talent on offense than they've had in a long, long time. This defense has been built for games like this. Like I think the Titans are pretty good. I'm taking the Titans plus five and a half, but I got the Browns winning. That's fine. Like I think that this could be a field goal game. That's fine. And so, and that's that ain't nothing against the Browns. I'm just I'm curious now if that is considered a disappointment if you don't win by enough. Like, I think winning in the NFL is hard. I
1: do think winning in the NFL is hard.
2: And, and, and this is it's still, the Titans have gone 9-7 and seven, three straight years. Like, these, this is a good football team. Regardless of what everybody thinks in the offseason, I, I mean, everybody thought that Cleveland was still going to be garbage last year. They were garbage last year. And they ended up going, what, 6-9-1? Or seven, eight, and one. Seven and one. Yeah. No, they were
1: fine. As soon as they got the dead weight of Hugh Jackson off of them, but whenever before the season started, nobody trusted Hugh. Nobody believed in Hugh. I believed in them. I thought they were. I thought they'd win nine wins last year.
2: Yeah, yeah you had them. You because had them I thought, in spite of
1: race. Hugh, they've got all of this talent,
2: and now they've got now they a, don't have a Hugh. real coaching staff. And, That's right. I and don't no know what
1: one. to expect from Freddie Kitchens. I know this. Todd Munkins, he's he's a really really good OC. He's been in the league for a long time, and he knows what he's doing. I know that Steve Wilkes been in the league for a long time and knows what he's doing. And, and he got tr- talent. I tr- yes, and they have talent. I trust the fact that all Freddie has to do is just manage the locker rooms, manage the coaching staff. He's going to call plays. That's great. He's super involved in the offense. I got no beef with that. I'm just telling you there's too much talent and there's too many professionals on this team to come out. Flat week one. Yeah. Can't happen. Cannot happen. Moving on, let's talk Monday night. Okay. Houston
2: Texans at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are a seven-point favorite. That is minus 105 on the juice there. 53 is the total. 6'10 p.m. on ESPN. They got a doubleheader that night. It's in the Superdome. It's in New Orleans. I don't like the Texans. I don't Uh, like the Texans very much this year. Now, I understand that they traded and got Laramie Tunsil. They, they upgraded their offensive line a little bit. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I like him. I You know, they did get rid of Van Clowney, which still, I mean, for, traded him for a bag of peanuts.
1: That doesn't like, make this team, this year's roster better. No. By the way.
2: No, it doesn't.
1: That uh, makes them worse.
2: I, I'm just, this is only a touchdown. And understand, like I just said, it's tough to win games in the NFL. But I mean, goodness gracious. Like I, I think seven is generous here. Like I, I think I think New Orleans can win this by two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I do too. I like New Orleans a lot. I would I would take New Orleans. I think they're one of the most complete rosters in the league. I think that, you know, they they've been crazy insane things happening keeping them out of the Super Bowl two years in a row.
2: Uh, and now you've got a really talented, complete roster with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. So and,
1: that's that. Let me yeah. let me give you this little tidbit because we always like this. 80% exactly of the money is coming in on Houston. That is bananas. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Saints all that day is long. insane. But the Houston's are the hot flavor of the team, man. Everybody's as soon as luck went down, they're now the massive favorite to win that conference, to win that division. I just don't believe that. I don't know that. A, I don't know that Indianapolis fell from grace completely. No, I don't B, think so. I think Jacksonville's going to be pretty good. I think the Titans are going to be fine. I think the winner of that division could easily be nine and seven. They cannibalize one another, and and that's what we get. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that. That you can just chalk Houston up there, but for some reason, man, they have been catapulted to being the bees knees of the of the AFC. That's crazy. I don't get it.
2: I don't get it either. I don't. I don't understand that. Whatsoever. I like
1: Watson. I like some pieces they've got. That offensive line is still really bad. Like so they, now they have a really good left tackle and four shitty linemen. Okay, great. You just gave up a really good defensive lineman. Okay, great. but
2: and you and you lose Lamar Miller to the ACL injury.
1: Yeah, I and, don't know how much that hurts you. Helps it helps you, but
2: but you you yeah. trade and you get Carlos Hyde, who is right now just a guy, right? But He's, if your
1: line is bad, you then can't, it really you doesn't can't matter. Anyway. Watson, you can't run the ball. You can't do a lot of things. I mean, I look, I I don't know what's going on outside of Bill O'Brien is running this team like. This year's the last. Kevin Clark and them talked about this on, on 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 their podcast on the Ringer NFL show, to where um, without a GM, Bill O'Brien is is making all these calls, and he's he's running this team like it is the last year the NFL is ever going to be, and the reason that is is because it is for him, and yeah. and I don't understand why ownership allows people like him to to mortgage the future. Because they're going all in this year. Yeah. Does Does anybody really think they're a Super Bowl contender? I think they're good. I think they could make the playoffs. I think they could win this division. I don't know that they're overwhelming favorites to make the playoffs no. or to win the division. And and I damn sure don't give them like crazy all. This is a team going all in to win the Super Bowl.
2: I'll tell you this: We thought he was getting fired last year. We did.
1: And he rolled off had- an incredible amount of games. He,
2: just one one possession, yeah. one point wins. Yeah. Like, people were giving them games. At, at some point in time, they I mean, can't was...
1: all be flukes. You got to give him credit. His record is what it was, and they were winning games. But at the end of the day, He's I just still don't about
2: a five hundred coach. Or... I just
1: don't think that's happening this year. I don't think that's happening every. You can't just walk in and, and start chalking up W's like that.
2: What is what is Bill? The Brown NFL for? is too
1: tough. I do not know.
2: That's I'm I'm. Pulling up now, Bill O'Brien, 42 and 38 in the NFL, one and three in the postseason. That is uh he's 43 and 41 overall as an NFL coach. So, right down the middle. Right down the middle. All right, let's talk about some interesting matchups really quick. Just uh quick games to hit on very briefly. Falcons at Vikings, Vikings a four-point favorite. We both love the Vikings this year. Falcons, is there anything to, you know, getting these guys back on defense, changing over to dirt cutter on, on offense?
1: I mean, they could look a lot better and they could be much improved and And, and we still
2: wouldn't even know at week one if the Vikings come out the way that, that we think they will.
1: I don't know. I mean, yeah, but yeah, if they don't come out good, then we won't know that. If they come out, you know, with their butthole on fire, then yeah, it'll be Yeah. We'll be shocked and, and we'll have to reevaluate things. Um two dome teams playing an opening weekend in a dome. Yeah. Like, it'll be speedy.
2: Rams at the Panthers. Look, Los Angeles traveling over to Charlotte for a noon kickoff. Uh obviously we're gonna have some of these in our gambling picks and whatnot. We'll talk about that one in there, but yeah, that's, that's a rough one. Uh, do we know what's up? Uh, Cam's going to be fine, right? Yeah, he should.
1: I mean, they've, they've been saying all along he's going to play week. He's going to be fine.
2: All right, so Rams coming off of a Super Bowl loss. Typically, that means not good things for right. the losers. So. That team
1: does not usually make the playoffs.
2: Now, the Eagles, uh, well, the Eagles came back and nope. they won the Super Bowl. So
1: They won the Super Bowl, but then yeah, they didn't make the playoffs.
2: No, no, they, they made the playoffs last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. They, they won they, the division. They beat the, they beat the Bears. That's right. They won the division, beat yeah. the Bears, lost. Yeah. Well, um,
2: no, they lost the division to the Cowboys. But they, they were a wild-card team. Chiefs at the Jaguars. Jacksonville, plus four at home.
1: The Chiefs, year two. We're going to talk yeah. to our buddy, JT, about this.
2: Yeah, TJ, we will. Uh, TJ, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we will talk to TJ in the gambling picks about the Chiefs and the Jaguars. So tune in to that one. Colts at the Chargers. Chargers minus six and a half. Jacoby Brissett officially taking over. Frank Reich, still a fantastic coach. They still got a good offensive line there. The Chargers, however, really, really good team. They are built well. The foundation is working there. Monday night, the second of the doubleheader. The Broncos at the Raiders. This is a pick 'em. I am shocked that it is a pick 'em. Me too. Um, I love that it is a pick 'em. We will talk about this in the Gambling Picks as well. So make sure you check out the NFL Gambling Picks show. Again, this is wrapping up here, but you can check out the other videos as well, our official Gambling Picks. They'll be on the spreadsheet, which is on the website. They will also be in the Gambling Picks video, Gambling Picks segment. Go over there, leave some comments, hit subscribe on YouTube. Thank you to Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information about them over at tunicatravel.com. You can find more information about us at Winning Cures We will see you guys again later. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at Winning or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at B giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.